associations may be disorganized, and time and space relationships are lost. Everybody, welcome to the Hippie Speedball Podcast, the best fucking cannabis podcast in the world. It is Joe, your host with the most Joe, and as always, I am joined by Shelby. Shelby, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. Good. Hey, how you doing? How you feeling this morning? I'm feeling really good. A little tired. Yeah. Um, kind of. I drink a bang. Yeah. <laughs> don't drink those. Don't like, drink those. Jolt you a little too much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I don't. I don't. Well, that's what uh, red drinks. Red was red drinks the bangs. Uh, yeah, I don't see how people drink that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm like how you said, not, red drinks the bangs. It just was funny. <laughs> that that did sound really funny, actually. It's all you sounded like song. an old guy, like <laughs> like oh, what, that guy over there, why he drinks the bangs. <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyway, yeah, I don't drink the bangs. <laughs> That's right. I sounded like an old man there for a second. Yeah, but um, and so you uh, had you you got a little fucked up last night too. Yeah, I guess yeah, friend's birthday bit. party. How did that go, bud? It was good. You know, yeah. Birthday party. What were you yeah. drinking? Um, you know, Sailor Jerry's. Always. Is that your guys's? Is that your guys's? Always your drink of choice? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Nice. I used to drink a lot of vodka, um, like Grey Goose, and then actually the Ooh, potato Grey vodka. Goose. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, when I got with Betsy, she likes rum and she likes Sailor Jerry's and it's really good and a fun time. She puts off a pirate vibe. She seems <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, she yeah. seems like a rum drinker for uh-huh. sure. Yeah, I was drinking some of that uh, orange gin. It was a, some, some kind of tangeray with orange peel. And like I was telling you earlier, it tasted like fucking boozy orange juice. And I had like three tall glasses of it. So I'm feeling a little sluggish this morning, people. So have a heart. Let's go ahead and move on. <laughs> <laughs> Today, I actually have a uh, former guest that I had on the show. She's one of my best friends. We've known each other as super long time so please welcome ash marie welcome back to the show i appreciate you being here buddy yeah <laughs> good to have you good to have you oh, there we go Cheers. let's salute thank salute. you happy cannabis for providing mm-hmm. these dope ass coffee mugs as always and today i am smoking on some purple gorilla glue from sugar tree farms and uh you got a little fucked up last night too i guess right just a tiny bit first, first time drinking in a little while yeah and what were you sipping on uh well tequila is usually my my drink of choice so i had a margarita <laughs> And then uh, I went to this bar over on Foster called Dahui, and it's like a it's got like tropical drinks and stuff. Oh, okay. And like you know, big colorful drinks. I got a big colorful drink nice. called an Oahu Sunset. Ooh, Oahu Sunset. I can't remember what the liquor was in there, but it sounds was delicious. Super, sounds super fancy, and it felt like a very strong drink. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it was very good. It Hell was, yeah, it was nice because I haven't you know I haven't gone out for a drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was so nice yesterday. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Sweet. We um, can share a piece now. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Hell yeah. What was the name of the bar again? Dahui. Dahui. There's a couple Hawaiian places here in Portland. What was that one place that we went to? I think it was for your birthday. It was like a, like a, I think it was, we went there one time mm-hmm. with some friends. It was like a, like a tiki place. Or <gasps> oh, something. Alibi. Alibi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. That place was fucking dope. Oh yeah. That, yeah. They, they're karaoke. That's what. What is like the shit there? So what you've been up to since we last uh, last talked? You were working on Brown Girl Rise, and you've been doing Rise and Roll, Roller Disco, lots yeah. of lots of rising, lots of rolling. Yeah, <laughs> rising and rolling is my life. Rising uh, and rolling. Yeah. That needs to be on a T-shirt. Trademark Hippie Speedball Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's been like 
lots of big life things. Um, just working a lot and then just kind of trying to create programming with BGR that's like safe, feel safe and, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, and fun and enticing and then just skating pretty much every day with rise and roll. Yeah. Which by the way, you're getting really fucking good. I'm Thanks. watching all your videos on Instagram mm-hmm. and just how much you're improving. And now you're mm-hmm. incorporating like uh, like twirling. What is that stuff that you're Oh like, yeah. Around? I do have, I have fans that I bring out sometimes. Fans, that's what yeah. It is, I yeah. do have like silk fans that I bring out sometimes, but I've been like favoring, I've, I've, been having to like be very cautious with what I'm doing because I broke my arm like six weeks ago. I broke my elbow. Oh shit! So like the radial head of my elbow. Um, one second. Okay. Yeah. No problem. Take your time. Yes. So I was skating, um, and I was just chilling. I wasn't doing anything crazy, um, but. Uh, I have gummy wheels on my skates and I, they got stuck together. Um, and there was like no opportunity. So like when you skate, when you fall, you want to like slide as much as you can so that you're not just like landing on one, like on a pressure point or anything like that. You know, it's, it's better to slide. You have less, less likelihood to break yourself, but there was like no opportunity for me to slide because i just came straight down Mm. on my hands and on my kneecap and uh broke the radial head of my elbow (laughs) and i was like and it was so funny too because like i work with kids Mm -hmm. and so i uh when they fall, sometimes you got to do the squeeze test. You know, you got to mm-hmm. kind of like run your hand up their arm and see if they wince at anything. And I was just like, oh, I, I just feel like I pulled a, a muscle or something or like a tendon. Like I can still kind of move my arm. <laughs> like I think I'm OK. Like I'm just going to go about my business. Went and got dinner that night, but I could not do a lot with my arm. Mm. And then the next morning I went to the urgent care <laughs> and they were like, you broke your elbow because <laughs> I was like low-key freaking out because I fucking hate the doctor. Oh, yeah, definitely. And yeah. I was like, I was like, I'm not trying to freak out. I just hate being at the doctor and this is how I'm going to react. And she was like, didn't want to tell me that I broke my elbow because oh. <laughs> I was like freaking out. She's like, you're going to be OK. But yeah. And honestly, like of all the ways to break it, I broke it like the perfect way. It was a straight break. I didn't break it all the way through. There was no like shards of bone or anything. Yeah. Like I was that. Saying you're, you're moving around good. And yeah. I, it's I pretty, had no idea until you just. Yeah. Told me. <laughs> it's pretty good. Like I can't quite like straighten it. Oh, OK. But um, and it's like it's a little shaky, but it's getting really close to being straight and it hasn't even been eight weeks. So I feel good about that. Pretty badass. Yeah. And the Hell doctor yeah. like after like four weeks was like, you don't have have to wear a sling even like mm. i wore a cast for like nine days oh shit but it was a giant fucking cast it was like all the way up to here it was like it was like from here to here i couldn't do anything makes me think of that movie rookie of the year where he mm. becomes the baseball pitcher mm. <laughs> i one night i was drinking after i did that and i was like taking a shot of tequila and, like take the shot of tequila but then i had the lime in this hand and i was like i can't fucking reach my <laughs> you're like ah. <laughs> Just like, it in your mouth. Yeah, so I was just, just like, it. I was just being so dumb about it. Because <laughs> I had to be, because I was like, 
I can't even take a proper shower. So <laughs> <laughs> fucking hilarious. Yeah. I mean, well, that sucks, but that's funny yeah. the way you put it. <laughs> yeah, I had to make humor out of it. So. Well, yeah, well, for sure you got to. <laughs> but yeah, but I'm glad to be back to skating now. I'm mm-hmm. just like very cautious right now. Like we tried to go trail skating, and I was like, no, no, no. I can't do this. <laughs> nope. Um, and now you're doubling up on elbow pads. <laughs> yep. I yeah, I was uh, a dumb dumb and did not wear pads when I fell. So I was gonna ask if you were wearing, but I guess yeah, not. it yeah. was totally like I'm good. On you good? Thank you. Um, it was totally like my bad. <laughs> you good? Okay. But uh, you know, a learning experience to say the least. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Isn't it crazy whenever you hurt yourself and like you don't want to go to the hospital, mm-hmm. and then when you go there, you realize you fucked yourself up mm-hmm. way more than you thought you did. Yeah, I just thought maybe I was like I was hoping I just I was like maybe I dislocated it or something. Yeah. Like, but I was texting my friend and I was like. She was like, are you going to go to work tomorrow? And I was like, dude, I got to go to work. You know, like, right. I got to work. I got to go. And I te- and she was like, well, tell me about like what's going on. And I was like, well, I can't straighten my arm. And mm. she was like, dude, you got to go to the hospital. <laughs> and I was like, are you sure? Damn. No, and then she's literally the only reason I didn't try to go to work oh, yeah. that day. Like if she didn't be like, if you can't straighten your arm, you have to go to the doctor. Yeah, and I was sure. like, okay, I guess you're right. I, I don't fucking know. When I got into a really bad car accident i um i had to have somebody convince me to go to the doctor mm-hmm. because i was like i'm good you know and which is really surprising because i fucked my car up mm-hmm. and um like uh, i can go ahead and show a picture of like somewhere here on the screen and i totally fucked my car up and then even like the uh the emts and the firefighters they were fucking surprised that i was okay because they they pulled me aside they gave me the concussion test and then after i answered every single fucking question like right off the bat they kind of just looked at each other and they were like okay, well, you don't have to go to the hospital, but it's mm-hmm. kind of your call. And I was like, no, I'm not going to. Yeah. And then uh, later on, my arm was like fucking like super swollen and my chest was fucking like just killing me. Like I couldn't laugh. I couldn't barely breathe. Oh, like, and it I was, it was just hurting. And I had a fat bruise across from the seatbelt oh, and across yeah. my hip too. And I had like these weird, like nasty, like marks on my arm. And, um, and, uh, my mom was like, she's like, I think you're probably still on the adrenaline right now, but you probably fucked your arm up. Mm -hmm. Like it's really swollen and you should probably go to the doctor. Mm -hmm. And I was like, eh, you're probably right. And, uh, come to find out that what, what actually happened was, is my arm, um, cause I drive like this. Mm -hmm. And so when, when I hit the person, my airbag went off and then, uh, all the, the powder from the airbag, Mm -hmm. when it, uh, for some reason interacts with water, Mm -hmm. it becomes almost like an acid. Mm -hmm. And I got, that's fantastic. I know. Right. And I was driving a 97 Infinity. So, I mean, it was like an older fucking car and those yeah. airbags. That means that shit's been in there for, you oh. know, 20 years. Yeah. And um, and so I uh, fucking wrecked the car and then uh, like I got chemical burn all over my fucking arm. And that's actually what the marks were and shit. And then I uh, found out my chest was actually I ripped a part of my pectoral. No oh, fun. Like, yeah. And I was like, they I, I had to uh, fucking sleep like sitting up for like two and a half months. Ooh. Yeah. It took me about Oh, just under six months to fully recover from that before uh-huh. I could laugh without being in pain again. Oh my God. Yeah. And they were like, you can't lift anything more than 10 pounds. You can't do anything like that. And I was like, do you realize like everything weighs more than 10 pounds? Mm-hmm. Like literally everything. Ev- everything. My kid weighed more than 10 pounds when she was born. Like she weighed 11 Je- pounds. Jesus. Yeah. She weighed 11 one. She was a beast. Now she's this lengthy little shit beanpole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So one thing I wanted to jump right into because it's a fun story to tell and we didn't get a chance to talk about it last time you were here is uh, I get everybody's first time smoking. So let's talk about the first time you ever got stoned. Oh yeah. Well, 
I guess the story starts out that I had to get the weed first. Or wait, no, even before that. So I was probably, I was almost 19 because it was the summer after we graduated high school. Yeah, yeah. And Were we 19? I was, I, I was there were, for this story, just letting yeah, people know that. Yeah, yeah, Joe, So Joe was there. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I was almost 19, remember? Because I'm a year older than yeah, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was almost 19 because... I turned 18 beginning of senior year, Mm -hmm. but y'all called me and were like, what's up? Like, do you want to come kick it? Like, I was like, yeah, sure. Like, let me see if I can get a ride over there. Cause I didn't have a license at Mm -hmm. that time. And, um, I remember this day. Yeah. I'm going to remember it forever. Um, but (laughs) you guys were like, well, you know, we want to smoke some weed. Like, can you stop by, you know, our friend's house and grab this weed? And I was like, um, I mean, I guess like, yeah, I guess I can do that. And it was so funny because I asked my aunt, I was like, Hey, can you take me over to, to, you know, to do this stuff? And I, I told her what I was doing. Cause she already knew, like she knew like who you guys were. You guys yeah. were my stoner friends. Yeah, like, exactly. We had that reputation yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. And so, you know, she takes me over to our friend's house and I go in and I'm like, hey, like so-and-so's mom, like I'm going to just grab some stuff like we're all going to hang out and I'm going to grab some of, you know, our friend's movies and stuff and a couple T-shirts and stuff. And I'm going to go head over and meet them. And they had just had this most convoluted place to find the weed. Like the tiniest nug of weed. Our too. homeboy, like, really, really was paranoid about mm-hmm. hiding his pot in his room. And yeah. he had crazy spots that he had hidden all over the room, yeah. too. He never kept all of his weed in one place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I'm looking and, like, I'm t- trying to text them and be like, you guys, I can't fucking find. And they're like, no, I swear to God, this is where it is. And I'm like, <laughs> so finally I find it after his mom kind of being like, so what exactly are you taking over to Jordan's <laughs> like Joe's house? And um, I was uh, I was just like you know movies and stuff. We're gonna have a movie night, you yeah. know. And so I get it, and I go over, you know, to Joe's house, and there's a couple other friends there, and and we just are like. You smoke out of this tiny little monkey pipe. You remember the little wooden thing? Yeah. (laughs) For the people that don't know, there are these little pipes that are about, mm, I don't know, probably for the people that are listening, they're probably about, I don't know, maybe like three inches long, probably like, you know, two and a half, three inches long. And the top part actually folds out. So then it would become, you know, like about like five inches long. And then it would actually freaking, you know, it it smokes and it it like has a little bowl piece in there and you can cover it back up (laughs) and it's like a little portable pipe. Anyway, you got the monkey pipe. Yeah. Yeah. And so then we, proceed to get very high and then it was a very hot day and we were in in Joe's apartment yeah third story so very warm apartment with no AC so we're just like a bunch of little high asses like so stoned and sweaty and like what was it that happened and you were like something about a long straw yeah (laughs) so so what happened was is we were all sitting there smoking i think we were like listening to music or something like that you know because that's usually what we were doing or watching a movie or something but uh i remember like my my water was like far away from me and i didn't want to grab it and i was thinking in my head i wish i had a really really long straw but (laughs) keep in mind i'm not saying any of this (laughs) i'm only thinking it so then randomly out of the quiet room i'm just like we need a straw. And then everyone's like, what? <laughs> I'm like, I don't, uh, you're acting weird. What? <laughs> and then I had to go and explain what my fucking stoned ass was thinking. Yeah. And then 
my fucking family had to go ahead and ruin the yeah. whole goddamn thing. Yeah, like we were gonna, we were just starting Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. That's we were right. all sitting down. That's we had right. some snacks. We were about to watch this movie, and then like all of a sudden, Joe gets a text like, "Oh, we're on our way home from like wherever. We'll be there in this time." And we yes. were like, "Fuck, fuck, fuck!" Yeah. <laughs> like we have to get out of here. Like we're all way too high to see, you know, our family because you know this was back in the day. And my mom was not cool Mm-mm. with this at. All. Yeah, <laughs> this was also back in the day before weed was like legal and recreational. Like we couldn't just go to the store and buy weed. Mm-hmm. Like that was not a thing that we could do. So it was like kind, you know, it was kind of a taboo thing that we right? had done. And so then we were like, we had to treat ourselves like criminals. Yeah. And so then we like walk over. We were like, okay, we have to get out of the house, but where can we go? Like we can't go. There's nowhere for us to go. We're a bunch of like broke. Teenagers. Yeah, a bunch of broke stoners. We just spent, we just we spent our money on weed. Yeah, so. <laughs> and so we like walk over to the Denny's that's like uh like across the way and yeah. just like sit there in silence, kind of for a while, just like looking at each other, yeah. <laughs> like everybody knows we're high. Yeah, and it was like exactly. It was like one of those like where we where we got there and we kind of forgot how to interact around humans. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you know, like you're so stoned, you're just kind of awkwardly sitting there. And then I remember there was this girl that I had like a huge crush on at the time and she ended up coming in Mm -hmm. like and I remember she was like waving and saying hi and trying to get me to come and like say hi to her and shit and I was just like fuck 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 and she was like she wasn't really a stoner she wasn't really that type of person so it was something I was trying to like kind of keep like low key from certain people and I had to like go over there and talk to her and her friends while I was like super super baked and I remember coming back to the table and I was like fuck guys I can't do that anymore yeah well (laughs) and not only that but like when we were that age like the weed just hit different. It, it hit different. Yeah. I mean, when you're a little baby stoner, like it just hits different. Mm-hmm. You know, now we're old veterans, and so yeah, it's a, right. you know, it's it's a different vibe. Now got I think the about how and the Yankees, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I just think about how high I used to get, and I'm like. Like, I mean, I still do get pretty fucking high, but it's, like, different. It's yeah. very different. It's it's more or less, like, I mean, I can smoke a fucking joint like I can smoke a cigarette. I mean, oh, really. For, yeah. Like, I mean, and I don't even, I don't smoke cigarettes, but I just mean, like, it's fucking, you know, just one of those things where I can just, yeah. I can do it all the time, and it doesn't yeah. really affect me like it used to. Yeah, yeah. Unless I take a really long break, and then yeah. I can, you know, get ripped, which mm-hmm. I'm going to be doing before I go to Las Vegas, like I yeah. said. So, that way, when we get there and go to the off-site after parties and stuff like mm-hmm. that, shout out to the Bud Tender Awards. Super pumped. I'll see you in Vegas. And, um, dude, so dope. What's that? That you're going to that. That's so cool. I'm so excited. <laughs> Congratulations. And for people that are listening and maybe considering starting a show or anything like that, it, it you could be surprised on what some hard work could do. And I've worked so hard mm-hmm. to try to get it to this point. Where, yeah. like, I was telling you, and like, uh, in that post I made on Instagram, wherever, um, like I, I've been going like over 30 weeks nonstop. Mm-hmm. Like it's just been go, 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 go since I started. And I was like, fuck, I didn't even realize that's over half a year. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, I didn't even sure. realize that. What were you going to say? No, I'm just like, that's like really freaking awesome. Cause it's like, you know, you think of the idea of like, people will say like manifesting something, you yeah. know, but you like were really freaking put in the legwork. And so like, I'm like, I, really I am impressed. This. Thank you. And I'm proud of you. Thank you so much. And that means a lot to me. Shout out to you. Thank you. Um, I don't hear that a lot. So I'm really, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I, I really appreciate that a lot. <laughs> well, it's just like, you know, I've known you so long. And so like seeing you like accomplish. Forever. Yeah. We've, like literally for fucking ever. We've known we each other the, over half our lives. Yes. Since we were in the eighth grade. And so it's just like. Theater tech. It, yeah. It's cool to see you doing like 
like doing the big shit that you've been talking about forever. Thank you so, so much. I really, I, I so appreciate you yeah, saying yeah. that. <laughs> and we met in the coolest way, mm-hmm. like, because we were both wearing Jay and Silent Bob t-shirts. Yeah. Like you were wearing clerks, right? Always. Yeah. Yeah. You had this, she had a clerk's t-shirt on and I had a freaking a t-shirt with Jay and Silent Bob that said Snoochie Boochies. And then we yeah. just kind of were just like, Hey, what's up? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. My shirt said, I'm not even supposed to be here today. And that's what it was. Yeah. 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 Fucking. Oh, so dope. So dope. We've been super close friends ever since. That's mm-hmm. awesome. And I'm, I'm really glad we have... went to our senior prom together. We I don't did. know if we ever talked, if we talked about that before, but we, we didn't did. actually talk about that on yeah. the podcast. That my, was... my aunt just sent me like a picture of me getting ready for prom from senior year, which was freaking 13 years ago. That's so crazy. And I was about. like, Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> like, Who is she? I know. Right. I know. Who but, are they? At least, at least we were able to go to prom though as friends and not have it be like awkward. Mm-hmm. Like at least we still had a fucking blast. Like that was yeah, still such was a, a fun time. That was a really really fun time, and we weren't even, we weren't even boozed up for it or no, even not high at all. for it or no. anything like that. Like that was that it was just a, felt bougie to go because it was at the Crystal Ballroom. Yeah, so. yeah, it was at the Crystal Ballroom. That's right. I didn't like the one junior year at the fucking on the Portland Spirit. Oh, it was terrible because it was raining. It was it was so I didn't mind the rain. I was spending most of the time on the top deck, but it was so <laughs> fucking hot. Yeah. Like it was just so goddamn hot on that second floor mm-hmm. and i was like, mm-hmm. like uh, <laughs> yeah it's just like and i just i don't know like in the you know those fucking those thank dances, god i'm in my 30s <laughs> i know right? i know that shit. i would hate to be a fucking teenager right now Same. i am so glad that we were like kids when we were yeah. and we we actually went to the school we did and were able to do what we need to do. Shout yeah. out to Ma. Again, <laughs> like one of the best fucking things in the world. But for the, those that don't know, it's a charter school in uh, Milwaukee called the Milwaukee Academy of the Arts. And they focus on, you know, kind of applying all your core classes to something artistic, you know, whether it be art and music or writing or theater, or whatever the fuck it is that you're into. They kind of find a way to incorporate that and really pull those abilities out of people and we were the fucking guinea pigs in that whole goddamn program yeah it was cool yeah (laughs) it was really cool i was actually wanting to make a shirt uh as like kind of like a little homage to our old days in Ma. Mm-hmm. And um and also I want to donate a hundred percent of the money from the shirt. I'm finishing up the design right now oh, all dope. to Ma. And uh so it's actually the chemical formula for THC, caffeine, and dopamine. <laughs> like and then on the sleeve it's gonna say biology is cool. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that fucking dope? Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little that's a little phrase from our old science teacher. I was just gonna design that shirt and I want to donate all the money to Ma. Like dope. that way I can do that because I don't know, they did a lot for me as a person. Oh, dude, coming out of our shells. I would not have, I would not have graduated if it weren't for the teachers there. Mm -hmm. Like, because I fucking hated school. It was like, I mean, being a teenager fucking sucks. Yeah, definitely. It just sucks. And, you know, add that with like trauma. Yeah, for sure. And and then it gets even worse. You add trauma with drama and you fucking, (laughs) you know. Gabbage. It was about to be gabbage, but then I went to Ma. Yeah. And and it was not so gabbage. Yeah. And it was just, it was so much better because like they fucking really emphasize all of those traits in us and they were just like hey why don't you use that to express yourself we yeah. got in like crazy debates like as like very young teenagers yeah. on crazy huge topics and actually like good healthy ones too like yeah. our, those teachers really were or especially one of the teachers the english teacher miss poland she really oh, yeah. fucking was all about 
teaching how to do like healthy debate, like, mm-hmm. you know, and actually have a discussion amongst things. Mm-hmm. I think that's why we're all so good at that mm-hmm. is because of those roots that we had in that program and everything. Because yeah. a lot of us, like we don't really get, I've noticed that, you know, in certain like political conversations or discussions with, with a lot of the people that were in our class or even the class just below us, 2009, mm-hmm. um, for some reason we can just have the ability to not get overly emotional about it. Yeah. Like, like you see a lot of people do because when I'm in a conversation with someone, if we're having like a debate or some sort of discussion and if they start yelling and crying and stuff, you lost me. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, you lost me because now we're not talking logic anymore mm-hmm. and we let emotions completely take over the conversation, you know, and it's, and I'm really thankful that we had that in our fucking grasp to be able to do it because so many people don't have that and they need that sort of outside influence yeah. to be able to kind of push that. Yeah. And it's, it was kind of a uh, kind of fucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did have some fantastic teachers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it, it was just like a whole funny experience because we were all together all the time. Like, yeah, we all would have all the same core classes and for stuff. all four years. Yeah, yeah and, like all the fucking and time. We were doing these like bigger group projects, and you know, getting to go to cool like um, field trips, like as uh, as a school which was like you know two classes of us or whatever mm-hmm. um, I'm, good on this. I'm good okay. uh like you know getting to go downtown i felt so bougie and cool like when we would go on those field trips where we would like go downtown go see a play mm-hmm. and then like get to like do the backstage tour yep. and then um because we, we got to see west side story at the armory yeah and that was really cool uh me and jordan got in so much fucking trouble <laughs> on that field trip mm-hmm. so uh he's a good friend of mine from back in the day uh he was like my best friend we were like inseparable in high school but uh because he and i we were not having fun at mm-hmm. the west side story play so mm-hmm. we saw the first act and we're like hey let's just go on the lunch break and let's just pretend like we were late and they wouldn't let us back in because after the plays, after they close the doors, they don't let anybody back in. Mm-hmm. And so we were just like, let's just be late. And mm-hmm. so we did that and we decided just to skip the entire second half and we just went out and got some food and we went and got some fucking, I think we got like some slices of pizza at Rocco's. We went over to fucking Music Millennium. Like, yeah. and then we just decided just to go like, not, not Music Millennium, Everyday, everyday music. music. Yeah, Everyday Music. Yeah, we went over to Everyday Music and just fucking walked around and then, um, uh, Brooke ended up pulling us aside after the play was over and we were waiting outside. He was like, bro, Poland's going to fucking murder you guys. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, she knows 100% that you guys did this on purpose. Like, and I was like, well, especially since like we're holding like records and we have like a bag. <laughs> we did not we were not like fucking not sneaky about it at all and then she just kind of gave us the look and that was it like and then we never had a discussion about it ever since Mm -hmm. but which is kind of funny considering like who poland is and like how we've still like maintained some amount of contact um with her she's so dope like she's so dope like how she would have those barbecues and like Mm -hmm. the different get togethers at the house and stuff Mm -hmm. like that that was so awesome i mean i've I've never heard of any other teacher or school that's ever done something like that yeah and she was just just like legit cool yeah not a fucking weirdo or anything super hippie super (laughs) awesome i had her for freaking creative writing for three out of the four years Mm -hmm. it sucked when i didn't have her for creative writing that one year Mm -hmm. it was just weird Weird. and then i had to and i had to like guide that teacher how to do the creative writing class because all she was basically doing was polens Mm -hmm. like and it was the same type of shit Mm -hmm. like and she was like and it was the free rights and daydreams it was the exact same shit Mm -hmm. and i was like oh actually normally we would just do this she's like oh okay (laughs) because i already had two years of creative writing under my belt at that point (laughs) yeah and I had to basically teach that goddamn class myself and then try to get other people into it. But yeah, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. So what you've been doing uh, community wise, how's Brown Girl Rising doing? Um, yeah. So we just started our in-person like 
uh, meetups. Nice. Uh, obviously, all outdoor and whatnot. Um, but we partnered with a bunch of cool groups um, that uh, are working to get some community skate mm. events put on. So, um, yeah, we did our first skate event yesterday and the skate mobile from Rose City Rollers came out and brought skates for all the kids that didn't have them. That's so cool. Um, so that was pretty cool. Got to watch some kids figure out how to like, like roll back and forth. And, um, there, the park we were at had a, uh, a skate park, Mm -hmm. uh, Lewitt park. And they have like a nice, it's like a pretty new park in Northeast Portland. Okay. Um, where's it at? It's like 131st and failing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Or kind of like 124th near Fremont area. Okay. Like, um, kind of near like Park Rose gotcha. neighborhood. Okay. Yeah. Um, but they have a little skate park there and one of the kids figured out how to drop in on the quads like into the skate park, which was pretty cool. That's, that's awesome. not easy. Yeah, for sure. So that's fucking dope. It was, that, re- it was cool to see. That so. is really cool. <laughs> and they just like went for it. But, yeah. Hell yeah, that's really awesome. So, so do you guys do you guys go to like um like actual like regular like skateboard parks a lot? N- this was, well, this was our first meetup um of this kind, and yeah, I don't know what else, where else we're gonna meet up. We have more planned. But, Sounds exciting. Yeah. So if you can give me a little advance because I want to get Juno into skating, and she mm-hmm. has roller skates. Oh yeah. And uh, I've been I've been we've been like we've gone out a couple times, mm-hmm. and she wants to get more into it. Mm-hmm. But uh, most of the the freaking the parking lot here is sloped mm-hmm. so it's kind of hard to get her to actually be able to go and everything right. like that and so um but let me know whenever you guys are doing like the kids stuff because i want to get her in that and seeing yeah. other kids do it would be yeah. so encouraging for her yeah so when we do like r- rise and roll so that's like a separate thing obviously um but rise and roll we uh there's a often kids there yeah um but yeah uh there's also some cool like uh there's this cool group called uh chicks and bulls cib so they try to get like girls and women into the bulls whether it's on quads or Mm. on uh, skateboards because like uh skate park bros can be a-holes and so it's it's important to have like solidarity there for sure definitely Um, so, uh, skate parks can be a brutal place. Yeah, they for sure. Be, I've, I've hung out in them quite a few times in my life. Back yeah. In the day. Yeah. I was just hanging out by one cause there's like one in one of the parks that I frequent, like mm-hmm. there's a skate park there and there was just this group of boys just like fucking fighting, just like just throwing each other to the ground and stuff. And I was just like watching them cause I was like, I don't know if this is like this, this looks like they're having fun. Like maybe they're trying to have fun. Like this is a fun thing for them, you know? Yeah. And they're not kids I know. So I didn't like try to, it was just, it was just weird. Cause there's like, there's this one person who drinks in the park sometimes mm. and he was like cheering them on. <laughs> like I've seen him in the park multiple times. You have but the this park time, drunk. That's just good. Go, yeah. Ba- basically, basically. And then like, I saw a woman sitting in the grass cause like, it's a park I come to all the time. It's like my community park. And I'm like, I'm very vocal about like, if I see a kid acting up or like, if you're acting up around my kid or you're being unsafe, like my kid that I nanny, um, that I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something mm-hmm. and I'm gonna do something about it. Cause like, go to I'm mama not, bear mode. <laughs> yeah. When, you know, I, I don't have time for the nonsense and I don't have time for the kids that I take care of to see that nonsense and mm-hmm. I think it's okay. Yeah. So, um, but I saw an adult sitting there just watching them and I went up and I was like, is one of these boys your kids? And she was like, yeah. 
And I was like, okay. Because, like, well, at one point I saw a kid get really hurt. And that's when I finally mm. decided to walk over there and, like, investigate a little yeah. bit more. But, yeah, they were just freaking just fucking each beating other each other up. And I was like, what? That's what happens. That's, that's yeah. That's why I would never go to High Rocks. When I, that's oh, why yeah. I hated no. going there. There was always fights. There was always fucking. Or somebody dying. Yeah. <laughs> like... How is that place not closed the fuck down? No, like, no. and just, like, completely condemned you know to the public. You know what's going to happen is Memorial Day weekend. And someone's gonna die there <laughs> probably yeah because yeah. that always happens because people are like oh it's sunny i can be out in the water and that water is fucking freezing mm-hmm. and it will kill you yeah yeah for sure and especially Swim like safe folks Swim in, safe. <laughs> in oregon we only have like i mean well in, in our part of oregon probably in southern oregon it's different yeah. but i mean like in the pacific northwest we only have a small pocket of time to where the water is really warm enough mm-hmm. to be in and that's like in like August. Yeah, I was gonna say like <laughs> mid July because even like Fourth of July, it's I feel like it can sometimes be really freezing. Yeah, it's still really fucking so. cold. Like yeah, we'll go to the river sometimes and then we'll step in there and I'll be like, God damn! Like you it'll basically be... just go to sit on the shore. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. Maybe put <laughs> your feet thing, in. Same thing we usually do at the beach because it's cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. God, warm ocean water is a trip. It like is. I remember the first time I felt it when I was in Hawaii mm-hmm. and I was in there. I was like, this is weird. Yeah, like, it same. felt like I was in a bath. Like, yeah, it was same. so. So strange. And then the water assaulted me, and I was like, "What?" Yeah, yeah, me too, me too. Because I, got I was tossed like, the fuck about. I was really, I, I got, I got really fucking far out, and then I was like, "Wow, I can actually walk pretty far." And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, this fucking swell just picked me the fuck up, mm-hmm. and it was like, "Get your ass back to shore!" <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. like, you must not fuck with the ocean, boy. Seriously, like. <laughs> The way the the waves just throw you around out there, because mm. like I went to Hawaii also. That was like the first time I was in warm water. Yeah. And where did you go in Hawaii? Uh, I went to Kona and I went so the Big Island. Okay. Um, and I was on like the dry side of the Big Island, and then, um, I used to date a trust fund kid, and so like yeah. that's why we got to go. I was there for like twelve days, <laughs> and uh. And it was the middle of December, so it was just, like, so prime because it was fucking gross here. Yeah. But, um, and then I went to Oahu, mm. uh, and stayed at a Disney resort that had a lazy river. <laughs> it was really great. Hell yeah, that's dope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's fucking sweet. Yeah, he was an asshole, but it was, like, a really cool hey, at trip. Least, I was gonna say, at least you gotta experience all that stuff, though. Yeah, yeah, no. Most of those trust fund people are assholes. Yeah, real. <laughs> if you're listening and you're a trust fund person, sorry, most of you guys are dicks. Okay. I don't know you personally, so hit me up if you're cool. Yeah. But <laughs> if you're cool, we can be friends. I don't care. But, I mean, no. Uh, I like how, like, back in 2008, a prop- popular phrase was uh, trustafarian. The trustafarian. Yeah, I remember Cause they, that. Because <laughs> they're, like, the people that come to, like, it's, like, you know, when Portland was really popping off and they're, like, mm-hmm. they're, like, where young people come to retire. It's where young trust fund kids come to, like, yeah, hang out. Exactly. Yeah, they, they come to act like they're cultured all of a sudden. Yeah. Like, that's, and that's just such a, ugh, God. We talked about that on the last episode, just how fucking. Oh, how Portland has changed. Just, yeah, just yeah. how Portland has changed and just how you know like how apparent the fakeness is like in the in like you know like you know i mean it's i become a little less angsty about it because it used to just make me really angry when i see people that never gave a shit and then all of a sudden just because social media is like hey you should start caring about this all of a sudden they're like you don't care you're like motherfucker i've cared what shut the fuck up it's like i've been talking about this shit forever man like and like but i mean i'm glad just glad the uh you know opinions change and stuff but i mean it's Portland has a lot of fucking explaining to do for its history and no one wants to talk about it. Like, you know, it's like no one wants to fucking act like everyone tries to act like the largest skinhead gang in the world didn't fucking start in Portland. I I had this 
like instance happened like a couple years ago where this guy who was trying to date me said something and and I was like I I was like I'm like a a brown person in Portland and he was like oh it's really not that bad in Oregon and I was like you have no idea what the hell you're talking about for one um for two there have been two different occasions where I have had skinheads as neighbors yeah and um thankfully the second time they ignored me um, but like the first time when I was like a very small child, they like broke our door and slashed yeah. our tires. And you're talking like, like neo-Nazi skinheads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 No, no OG skinheads. Not like real skinheads. Y- yeah, okay. yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Not like, not like actual like British skins. Yeah. Yeah. Or Jamaican. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The rude boys. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's just, uh, yeah. Portland does have a lot of, and, and just, <laughs> I just can't with Portland right now. I know. I'm I'm ready to leave. I'm <laughs> Ted, ready to leave. Ted Wheeler can fuck right off. Um, Do you you know Alex Castile? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So he made these bumper stickers that said gas me Teddy on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen those actually. I saw when he posted <laughs> yeah, about Yeah. Um <laughs> which was like hilarious. And then him and another friend, uh Hell oh, yeah. Uh him and another friend made this website called Ted Wheeler sucks and it just shows all the reasons why he sucks. Like it's got like all the, um, all the different, like, you know, uh, statistics and stuff about why he sucks so bad. He's so fucking terrible. And then like, he tries to act like he cares. And then everybody out of the protest, like get the fuck out of here, man. (laughs) Like, yeah. And then it's, Oh my God. It's, it's, I I don't know how the fuck he got reelected. Like, I don't know how the fuck that fucking happened. White progressives in Portland. That's what happened. (laughs) That's why I'm just ready to fucking leave. I'm ready ready to leave and I want to go, I want to go start up in another state where there's like a new rec industry because I, you know, because I have a lot Mm. of experience and a lot of knowledge about weed and a lot of, you know, a lot of, uh, uh, expertise that I could offer, you know, right. in certain areas. So I really want to go relocate. Like I'm kind of eyeballing like Arizona or something mm. like that, like somewhere where it's warm, you yeah, know, for with sure. maybe a different school system and mm-hmm. different, you know, just different shit going on. And it's only five hours away from Las Vegas. It's yeah. not too far away from LA. So yeah. if I need to freaking meet up with people for interviews for the podcast, it'll be super fucking easy. Right. And then party in Vegas like once a month. <laughs> Vagas. What's that? I said Vegas. I know. I, I love it there so much. <laughs> but then I just was thinking, you know, Sega. <laughs> Sega. <laughs> or Sega. I'm good. You good yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. And it's, yeah, I, I need a change of pace because I don't know. I've been going through a really weird like mental thing lately i'm i've been having an identity crisis so <laughs> okay so it must be in the air because i'm kind of in the same boat yeah. so let's let's what, what's been going on bud well just i mean uh you know exper- we experienced a loss in my family and yeah, it was like a big that. a big pillar of my of my life and uh yeah it like affected me in a way that i was not expecting mm-hmm. i think and uh and i just and i don't know maybe it's just being 30 like and i don't exactly know how to explain what this identity crisis is but i'm like something is not right yeah <laughs> I, i'm right there with you yeah, like yeah. You, you you fucking hit it right on the nose yeah. because i mean it's yeah something is off yeah like something is off and i yeah. feel like there's a change needed but mm-hmm. i don't know what the fuck it is mm-hmm. like but i feel like it's gonna hit me in the teeth relatively soon right like and i it's almost like it's almost like the 
like the feeling of like angst before like you have to like fight somebody after school mm-hmm. you know and it's like you know you have to do this and everybody else knows you have to do this mm-hmm. and you're kind of like uh, but you don't know how what to expect you don't know what's mm-hmm. gonna happen you don't know if it's gonna work in your favor right like, i definitely i because even just like with this event that we did yesterday it's our first one in a long time there was a lot of moving parts that needed to happen mm. safety is a big issue you know and i was so anxious on friday night that my brain just like shut down oh, yeah. <laughs> and i went to sleep I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, but i slept really hard yeah. and then i woke up and i was ready to like handle shit shit Good. got handled everything went smooth nice you know and i feel like it's it's hard because it's like i feel like i've just maybe it's that i've reached a certain point where like like i just have to level up things around me yeah you know whether it's like how i'm handling my um, employment how i'm taking care of myself health wise just like all these because it's like you know it's like you can kind of feel being on the precipice of like a big success yeah which i think you probably understand this it's like it's like okay like (laughs) it's like in that episode because i don't actually know what they're talking about on this episode of It's Always Sunny, but they're talking about the tipping point when like the bar all of a sudden starts doing really good and they're like, if we fuck this up, we could fall the wrong way. Yeah. You know? And I think I think that's a little bit of it is like after experiencing a loss, but also my life is going good. Like it's going like I can look at it and I see all these like successful aspects of it. And it's like a little bit frightening. Mm -hmm. And I think that's part of it. And it's like, and it's scary. That's exactly where I'm at too. Yeah. It's, it's very frightening is a good way to put it because it's like, because it's, it's one of those things like it's really easy to fail. It's Mm -hmm. really easy because Mm -hmm. then it's like, okay, well I failed. Now I'm back to where I was. Right. But if you're succeeding in something, now you're, you're entering a whole new world that you've right. never been in. You're all of a sudden in shark infested waters and right. you can barely swim. Well, and I also feel like for like people like you and I who grew up like, you know, in a certain socioeconomic bracket, mm-hmm. like where you aren't necessarily used to seeing people succeed in the ways that yes. we're ex- succeeding. Yes. And so it's very confusing. Especially in our immediate circles and families. Yeah. So it's like a little bit confusing and it's like, we should be proud of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's like, You know, when you've been through some shit, Mm -hmm. it gets hard to trust the process or just or just time and life in general. Yeah. And it can be hard to trust the process. But it's like that was my thing on Friday night is I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. I have no idea what I'm doing. It's like it's like I had never done this before, but Mm -hmm. I have. Yeah. You know, and it's like that's why I am where I'm at. Mm -hmm. It's because I've done all of this shit. Yeah. Which this is very funny to me right now that I feel this way because I was spinning out of my mind on Friday. Mm -hmm. And now I'm like, oh, I understand. Yeah. I understand why I felt that way. Like, it's oh, well, it's crazy with just some sleep and a little bit of you know like time to think. You yeah, know, how you and can like just relax because that's like been the thing is I've been so busy between work yeah. and like I do rise and roll. I meet up for rise and roll like five to six days a week. Yeah. I'm usually there. I was gonna say you're always on the videos and then I'm seeing them. and then like for instance on Thursdays it was like. On Thursday, I came to the Rise and Roll meetup for a half an hour, and then I did a video meeting for BGR while we finished that meetup, and then Will drove us over to the next meetup while I waited, uh, while I finished my meeting, and then we were at another meeting, or another roller meetup for somebody else, that when we were there, I was there till nine (laughs) o'clock. So it's like, I'm just like, I don't have time to just let, I don't take a lot of time rather. I could have more time to just chill, but I don't take a lot of time to just chill just because like, I mean, I enjoy it. I mean, I, I enjoy it, but it's like, yeah, then when you have time to like 
like chill and think about it and you're like okay like yeah. i understand why i feel this way but, for sure definitely but and uh, it's weird yeah it is it is really weird you know and i'm i'm also entering this point where it's like as the show is kind of growing and as i'm kind of getting to this point i'm like i'm starting to see you know the uh I don't know the the way people are kind of acting around me and people that I thought would be really supportive or not, mm. you know, like and I have like certain people in my immediate family that just do not fucking care. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, and like and I've told them like really big things like, you know, the stuff about the Bud Tender Awards mm-hmm. and, and stuff just about, you know, just doing all these amazing things. Mm-hmm. And like they just don't even care. You know, like I've, I've tried to talk to one of them and she was literally like turned like to her shoulder like I was talking to the back of her. Like that's weird. And I don't even get the full attention. Right. You know, it's like, dudes, I'm like doing pretty awesome things. And it's like something I built and created. Like, I'm pretty proud of this. Right. And there's kind of like, yeah, cool. Like, you know, it's like, but, but I'm starting to realize that nobody really wants to be, and we talk about this all the time, where nobody really wants to be a part of a process. They want to be a part of a product. They, that's oh, all yeah. they want to be you know it's like, i'm all about the process that's what me, exactly <laughs> i want to grow with it i want right. to you know and and it's it's, it's amazing at when you're trying to make something better of yourself mm-hmm. how people will actually doubt you and it's yeah. mostly because like you were saying people we're not used to really being around people that kind of succeed in things and really mm-hmm. enter this next level yeah you know where you have really just a couple degrees of separation between you and people that you never even thought you would be talking to right you know and and we're not used to that. So as we kind of grow, it's like, fuck, you know, it's a lot, you know, and it's I'm at surreal. a Yeah. And I'm at a point right now where I'm ready to start really pulling back from giving myself so much to people mm-hmm. because I, I do it all the time. Yeah. Like all the time for everybody. I like to say I'm a recovering people pleaser. I like that a lot. I'm going <laughs> yeah. to steal that. I because like, I still do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, me too. Me too. All like, yeah. No, I know I don't need to. Yeah, and I don't need to, and I shouldn't, because no. also I know that these people would not do the same fucking thing for me mm-hmm. in the same circumstance, mm-hmm. and I know this from experience mm-hmm. and example, because mm-hmm. they haven't when I was, <laughs> right. but I still try to be that person. But I'm at a point where I kind of feel like my my emotions are entering a different spot, my feelings about a lot of different things are entering a different spot, mm-hmm. and I'm just kind of ready to just really just kind of just say fuck the world crawl into a hole and just make my shit happen yeah you know and just start digging for the gold that i'm ready to find yeah you know and that's that's kind of where i'm at right now and i i think that this gradual growth as things are kind of is really playing a big factor in it Heck yeah yeah and yeah and i'm really proud of you too but like for nice. everything that you're doing <laughs> and all and all your all your success and you, you've been on the news and like everything that you've done is starting to gain a lot of like traction and attention you yeah. and will shout out to dj count daddy yeah because like fuck it that's and my I, best friend i know <laughs> i love that it's like two of like my old homies like you know it's like i've known will since just a year after you yeah like i've like i've basically known you guys the same amount of time yeah and it's gonna be dope that we can all come up together <laughs> and yeah. then we're all gonna do it and then as the show grows and we can all just do an episode together. We'll just fucking sit there and roast a bl- giant blunt together mm-hmm. <laughs> after we get the studio set up, which we're super probably within a year of having like a studio. Mm-hmm. No, you need to do that show all on rollerblades, just completely circling. Super down. 
Mm-hmm. Super down. Just continuously spinning around. 100%. We'll I just, can totally do that. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I will totally, totally start practicing up on my skates so I can fucking do that because mm-hmm. that would be a great fucking idea. <laughs> I like that a lot, actually. Will Hell has yeah. that cool 360 cam mm-hmm. that, like, you can just, like, or, like, we were talking about too, I think like, eventually. That was because of Shelby, actually. Yes. Yeah. I recommended that to him. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> and then soon after, I see him with it. Mm-hmm. You get some crazy footage. Mm-hmm. There was one where he like he was riding his longboard and he like with his girlfriend on his back because they do that all the time. She's tiny, but <laughs> they ate shit. <laughs> and and like seeing that on the three sixty cam was nuts. That was crazy. Okay, that yeah. looked so goddamn painful. Yeah, like, it was like watching a fucking car accident. <laughs> yeah, like, it was like that. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, Jesus Christ, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's insane. Yeah, yeah, that was like that, that was a good recommendation because those three sixty cameras are fucking dope. Yeah, yeah and especially for what he's doing. Yeah, he's gotten some cool footage. Yeah, some so. really good footage, mm-hmm. and I like the content that he's adding too. Like, mm-hmm. I like that he's starting to do like like little tutorials for like repairs and like you know stuff like that. I think that's really fucking yeah. smart. Yeah, because well, I just like him like. Can you fix this for me? Yeah. <laughs> like, Do you guys have pretty... a YouTube channel? No, I don't know. You I don't think start so. One. We just really you started getting a get lot it. of traction. We just started getting like we. It's been pretty cool to watch the Instagram page grow. Like Go like crazy. Yeah, because it's like Will really started posting. Like probably at the beginning of the year, we probably had like I don't know fifty followers, mm-hmm. and now it's like over twelve hundred in yeah. the last like six months for sure. And even it's like like we've gained like almost like over 200 followers in the last three weeks that's crazy so like it's like got good growth and it like grows both of our social media things too which is kind of interesting interesting yeah no interesting is definitely the word because it can be a double-edged sword (laughs) for sure sometimes i fucking hate it Mm -hmm. um other times i'm like whoa this is cool like i i like you know interacting with people on here but it's just like you know it's like anything you know you got to keep it in balance and that's the hard thing because instagram doesn't want you in balance they don't want you balanced they want you imbalanced yeah they want you in balanced and on instagram like that's what they want exactly because that's when they make their money exactly right and that's when they get their data off of you you motherfuckers (laughs) mining my data right and uh so like we watched this one really dope video about the new instagram uh algorithm Mm -hmm. and about like ways you can and kind of play the algorithm against itself mm. and so like one one of the ways You'll you have can to send me that <laughs> it's yeah i'll send you the link for it and uh but one of like one of the ways you can do it is if you um uh so like let's say you post something right like one of the things you should do is immediately close the app for an hour because and you'll start getting notifications mm-hmm. and ignore every single notification mm-hmm. and because what Instagram will start doing is get frustrated at you you're not opening the app so it'll put start, it up on more people it'll put pages. you out there more that's so fucked up like that's such a psychological fuck isn't that fucked and up it's just like and it's it's making people hate themselves yeah 100 percent. i actually just watched a really good video it's so funny you mentioned that i watched a really good video this morning about that exact subject yeah about instagram on how it's affecting people's like mental health and stuff Mm -hmm. like that especially younger people Mm -hmm. like they're like they were saying that most girls like now already have crazy body issues by the age of 11 yeah like they're already looking at themselves poorly i was like that is 
fucking crazy to me. Yeah. Like that is so sad, especially someone who's raising a fucking daughter. Yeah. Like that, that really breaks my heart. And I try to keep Shit's her tough, out of that. Man. Yeah. I try to keep her out of that stuff as much as possible. You yeah, know, yeah. it's like, cause I also don't think it's healthy for kids to watch those videos all the time of like the families that make all this shit because they're putting themselves like in a standard that they, we can't be in right now. And they're like, well, why don't we have this giant house? And it's why can't like, we make videos all day long? It's, it's like, like, cause it's we're like not millionaires. Keeping, it's like keeping up with the Robinsons. Yeah. Like, like, but just like magnified so many times because there's so much access to so many different people's lives through the internet. Like yeah. we can see all of these people. Like I'm so tired of seeing rich people get things for free because they can put it on their fucking social media. Right. I am so over that. Like I'm, you know, I'm randomly flipping through videos and this girl's like, Oh my gosh, I'm so excited about this item that I just got. And there's only 3000 of them and they're exclusive and blah, 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 blah. And it's this thing from Disney where it's like like working replicas of Luke and Leia's lightsabers mm. and there's only a 3,000 of this special edition that she got sent for free and so it's like she talks about this amazing product that she got that like nobody else can fucking get and it's just like so fuck you mm, yeah like right like w- like average people don't get sent huge packages from from like designers no hell no. like like ivy park especially since that person probably bought a lot of followers too mm-hmm. and it's all just fucking fraud well it's just like even just like famous models it's like oh like so like ivy park that's beyonce's collaboration with adidas mm-hmm. it's like high-end athleisure wear basically but it's like more fashiony okay. but like when they whenever they drop a, a set of like a new collection they send out these huge boxes, these huge like PR boxes to mm, people. Yeah. And it's like already famous people. And then it's like the scarcity mindset of it all, because then it's like, they sell out like that. It's like whatever this exclusive thing is sells out so fast. And then, and then people are just like waiting for the next thing. You know? But a tangent. I no, could no, go no. on forever. No, about no, no. That. I was gonna, I was gonna add to it. I was gonna yeah. say what we need to do is, as we're growing and we're developing more of platforms, we'll use ours to fucking change that shit, mm-hmm. and we'll just start giving all the locals all the dope ass influencer shit, and <laughs> like all the people that really, really need all the cool free shit. Yeah, because I feel like it just creates this like fake. Well, narr- it creates a circle of people that don't need it. What I was uh, I was going to add before we um, wrap up to hear what I was kind of saying is about like, you know, the changes going through and wanting to do less for people and shit like that. Um, uh, fuck, now I lost what I was saying. Well, I would say to that, all of those things you're going to do for other people, do them for yourself. That's what I, yeah, that's what I'm kind of trying to do. That's, yeah. what I'm, that's what I'm really trying to do. I'm trying to put that more on myself and like... Um, like we were saying, you know, how we kind of like need to like take a step back and take a breather and kind of like look around on everything that's kind of going on right now mm-hmm. and be like, what the fuck, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm trying to take more moments like that because yeah. I have a tendency to not give myself enough credit. Mm-hmm. I have a tendency oh, to really sure. beat myself up a lot. And it's because I, you know, I'll, what's up, Giz? Um, mm-hmm. It's because like, you know, I'll, I'll do things for people and shit like that. And I don't really get the same in return. Right. You know, I feel like I'll like throw myself out there and someone like I'll, I'll throw my heart out there someone takes it looks at it, it's like yeah that's pretty cool and then hands mm-hmm. it back like that's basically what it always feels like yeah I and understand now, I'm at, that. now i'm at a point where i'm not 
I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like tiring. I'm about to hold my cards real close to my chest now, you know, and just really just for me and Juniper, you yeah, know, yeah. and just my family, just taking care of my family. That's right. all I that's all I'm really focused on right now. For sure. You know, and she's she's doing well. Thank God I have a cool kid. Yeah. You know? It's like the universe blessed me with a very, very good child. Yeah, but that's not without work from you too. See, and once again, I'm not giving myself enough credit. That's a good point. See, and I did it right here on this fucking show. (laughs) Caught me. Hey. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. Dude, thank you so much for coming back through. This is, I need to give you a cheers. Don't leave me hanging. I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know the etiquette. It's okay. It's okay. (laughs) Just don't leave me hanging again. It's fine. (laughs) Thanks a lot, Shelby, for capturing all the beautiful images. You can say they were consciously captured (laughs) nice plug yeah that's his instagram and where can people find you on instagram uh the modern mystic the modern mystic yeah yeah so if you look at the if you look at the rise and roll page yeah that's what it was for rise and roll and brown girl rise is Mm -hmm. it just at rise and roll yeah if you just look up rise and roll on instagram we'll pop up and then you can even you'll see my name right there in the bio perfect yeah Perfect. Yeah, definitely check them out. We'll go ahead and put a link down right there, and then we'll be able to make sure you can see those on the screen, and I'll put them in the description. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in to the Hippie Speedball Podcast. It is Joe, your host with the most Joe, and I will see you guys next time. Peace. Peace. Peace.